Welcome to issue number 155 of the Bad Katie Funky Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! Tonight we're going to be reviewing Mission Impossible Fallout and in the spirit of its anniversary, the Dark Knight movie with the infamous Heath Ledger Joker. It's going to be great. Uh, Let's see who's joining us tonight, shall we? Uh, As always, we have Doc Chris. There is no line I will not cross. Jay Smack. I'm not crazy. TV is Casey. It's simple. We killed the Batman. The Bad Cody himself, Sergio. Welcome to the best damn podcast in the entire world. Thank you to everyone who's been listening on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on everywhere you can download a podcast app. But listening to us around the world, on your way to work, at work, on your way to drop off your kids, etc., etc., while you're at the laundromat, we hear all these interesting ways you guys have been listening to us. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and everything in between. Uh, and I am, of course, back from a wonderful honeymoon and a wonderful wedding Woo! to make sure Casey never hosts ever again. <laughs> Chris can host again, though. But Casey, hey. yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta just psych up the crowd and then let other people do the work. That's like the core of hosting. Is it though? <laughs> it is. All right. So note to self: Casey's doing most of the work this episode. <laughs> I take it back. I know nothing. Wow, you, you're backtracking a lot tonight. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I don't have many opinions, and I'm not strong about any of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. That's fair. There's one thing I know about Casey. It's that. And there's another yeah. thing that I know is that I'm going to be your host for the evening, Booster Greg. And before we expertly fly a helicopter down into the main topic canyon and reload our machine gun arms, let's talk about the latest news. First, coming up, we have uh, Ruby Rose has been cast as Batwoman in the CW Arrowverse. So that's a thing. I thought they were going to, going to do like a live action movie because when I heard Batwoman was uh, uh, being rumored to be made into a live action thing, I was like, "Oh, oh interesting. How are they going? How's DC going to pull that off? I mean, they need to establish their Batman, uh, which uh, I hear they have somewhat of a script going on right now. Um, but yeah, it's in the CW verse, which kind of kind of disappointed. It's going to be in the CW verse. I'm like, hmm. Happy for for Ruby Rose, where she can represent her community well. Um, as this Batwoman and Ruby Rose uh, are both of the LBGT community, so she'll be able to see representation. She was uh, talking uh, to Jimmy Fallon about when she was growing up, she was never able to see anyone on TV that she could vibe with um, in regards <laughs> to her hey, community. There's a pun there. You did a pun there. 
Vibes on the, the DCCW. Uh, he's a, yeah. yep. you, got, you got it at home. You got it at home. It's fine. I said it slow enough for someone to get. <laughs> Come on, I can't do these things on my own. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so she's talking to Jimmy Fallon about how uh, she she couldn't uh, re- really vibe with anybody on, on TV, let alone a superhero, as she didn't see anyone who best represented her. But now she gets to be that person from now on. So congrats to her. Uh, hopefully we get an iteration of uh, of the costume. I mean, the, the CW verse does a pretty good job with the costumes. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. looks at uh, Grant Gustin's Flash as the Quintus as their Flash, and his mm-hmm. costume is pretty good. Um, Arrow as well, and some of the other people on the on the CW like Supergirl, her outfit. So I think they do a pretty good job. But what do you guys think of uh, of Batwoman coming to the CW? Um, I'm like I'm fine with it. I'm I'm for it. Like I, there's a lot of other Bat characters that I would have liked to see before. Uh, but keeping kind of with how um, diverse like the DC CW like universe just is in general, like it, it makes sense. It's it's in the right direction for sure. So mm-hmm. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it too. I mean, it's another step closer to bringing Batman into the picture, if at all. Right? Like they brought they brought Superman in through Supergirl, right? But it's very underwhelming. So that's like what I'm afraid of if they do introduce Batman. But overall, like bring in all the characters, like bring everybody in. I don't care. Just like get some of the love out of the CW. <laughs> you know, you could flood it with you could flood it with everybody. That that's fine. I mean, they've been hinting at Batman for a while, though. Yeah, they have. Um, for like a real long time. I I really truly want them though to bring in Green Green Lantern. Like, ooh, that'd be so sweet. So bad because they did talk about you know uh, Ferris. Um, like corporation yeah. or like the jets aircraft, and stuff like yeah. that yeah and i think they even hinted that like how jordan's name was on one of the aircrafts or something like that uh and one of the arrow episodes way back but uh like <laughs> why I does it say that. highball on this jet oh it's just probably some asshole <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that was the joke yeah because hal jordan is a total asshole <laughs> i think it was just like an it was just a mention of like a pilot last name jordan at it was it so, i think it was something what like it, that Whatever it was, like it is yeah. enough to pique my interest and just be like, just bring like, just scrap everything else about the Arrowverse right now and just turn it into a Green Lantern, like, you know, Spectrum War. Dude, yeah. I'd, I'd be down for that, right? I mean, <laughs> they kind of already did that in Legends, but not with Green Lantern. They did it with mm. uh, the totems from Vixen, but like they had different totems representing different elements. They all had different colors. Speaking of DC stuff, Chris. Uh, looks like the DCEU Entertainment Universe is going to get a big screen adaptation of Supergirl. Or more, I guess more correct is they're working. They're officially working on a big screen adaptation of Supergirl. Uh, Supergirl also has shown up, as we talked about earlier, in the CW show of the same name uh, in the TV verse of DC. Um, but right now, all we know is it started. Hmm. Um, I just kind of hope Zack Snyder doesn't touch it, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> then maybe it will insane. be like okay. I don't know. Woman <laughs> of Steel. Yeah, I, I somehow think Zack Snyder is not going to be around uh, to touch any of this stuff. Yeah, they're like, they're like, dude, your 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 style kind of kind of started us out. No one really liked it. Nope. Uh, we're just going to move on and try to think, make things uh, a bit more user friendly around here. But yeah, uh, we're working with a, a soft reboot, which is weird. I see that being thrown around a lot about the DCEU now. I mean, to be fair, yeah. DC Comics does a lot of soft reboots too. 
Yeah, also hard reboots. <laughs> yeah, like like punching walls of reality to change everything and bring back Jason Todd. Kind of hard reboots. But then the next time they do it, they're very subtle and they just go, "Yeah, you just might not notice this." Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. okay. everything's canonical now. Oh god, we've got hyper time again. Yeah, yeah Supergirl li- live action. It could be good if done yeah. right. I mean, I mean they. God, this this TV show is so like like I it, it's weird because I I know people who who watch the Supergirl uh, to TV show and they really like it and uh, they they have no accounting for taste and other things in their life. Yeah, um, <laughs> na- na- namely like right. these people all have something in common that they all settle. <laughs> Everyone that I know that it actually watches Supergirl like settles for certain things in their life. Like certain things are just fine. Yeah, you know. So I'm just yeah. like ah. That's that's who uh, I mean. Like, let's, let's face it: the Supergirl TV shows for Muggles, ordinary people. It's it's okay. It could be much better, but they settle for for this thing. Uh, Melissa Benoist, she, she does a good job with with what she's given. And she I looks the part she, too. Like she, 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 she does, really does yeah. look look the part. Like she she she's a great Supergirl. I mean, I wish she just had better writers on that yeah. show, and it wasn't on the CW because it's so mediocre. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure who they're going to cast for the live action version. De- definitely not her because they're going to like differ those things just like what they did with Ezra Miller being uh, the, the live action Flash for hate that. the DCU and then Grant Gustin for the TV show which which sucks because Grant Gustin could have done well in the movie verse totally he, he's, he's a really really good Flash but they can't like have him be in a movie and then have him like come back onto like regular like muggle TV same thing with, <sighs> with Melissa and uh, it's interesting because a lot of people are like well this is a movie uh, no one wanted <laughs> like Adam is saying in the chat um, <laughs> it's, it's just so ridiculous the movie no one asked for since Helen Slater did it 30 years ago well like they could absolutely have like Grant Gustin do it and jump back into a show fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did that shit with Samuel Jackson he was in a couple episodes just shows up and was like, he? yeah, yeah. end yeah. of season one huh yeah, Here, here's the here's the big up. point though is that like n- like people that care about this kind of shit won't care that that's the case they'd be like oh okay Grant Gustin's in it good like he's great yeah. like anybody else like that really cares they're gonna they're, they're not a fan like I don't know like or maybe I'm not the fan I fuck fuck me you know but like I would love to see him play the Flash like I don't care about Ezra Miller like he's a good actor yeah great you know but I don't like and his Flash is dumb like and. You know, so dumb. Barry Allen's not dumb. Barry Allen's a forensic scientist. Like he's he he's smart and he's a fucking scientist. He's a God scientist, and I know Ezra Miller's <laughs> smart, but he's like I don't he's know. He's an actor, not like an actor. I don't know. I'm just gonna fuck. Like the people that. who matter to DC wouldn't care if that was the case. That's my that's my point. Absolutely, yeah, and I agree with the with the assessment of Ezra Miller's uh, Flash, and also he's not some like weird shut in who's like I need friends. I was like, what the hell is that? No, he's like that's a playboy. Not, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like that's I'm, not I'm Barry the Allen. Man alive, and I have no friends. Yeah, yeah, no. he's not some like weirdo, like like that. He's like, I need friends. I can't look at you in the eye. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this? This is not my Flash. Like, Grant Gustin. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if if they put but Melissa live action and they change the whole the whole like tune of it all, I think they'd be pretty cool. But 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 then she should go back to like regular TV, and it's just like, hey, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he's spastic. On Earth X. <laughs> I want more money. Um. <laughs> Yeah. But again, like to the same point that I made earlier, like they got to focus on other characters. Like instead of having Supergirl, which is great, like don't get me wrong, don't get all angry and stuff like that. But Martian <laughs> Martian Manhunter in the Justice League, you know? What yeah. I mean? Like uh, I don't know, Green Lantern. I'm going to bring him up again. This is going to be the new stick, by the Stop way. Stop bringing up Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about they form the rest of the goddamn Justice League? Yeah, that- talking about Supergirl. Yeah. Give me Darkclaw. 
They're already. <laughs> Get amalgam. Oh please. God oh, damn it. Dark <laughs> but like they're already well, starting. Like you know what I mean. They're essentially already getting into Young Justice, and like oh. it's too like you guys are you guys are doing it wrong. Still, you're still doing it wrong. Like, guys, but he's half Wolverine, half Batman. <laughs> they just put him together and throw him in the Justice League, even though there's See, already Jason, a goddamn Batman. Put them together, and they. No. Hey, wait, it, worked for, it worked for Reese's Pieces. Does Reese's. he? Does he? I, I did. I never actually read Dark Claw. That's one I skipped. Did he yeah. kill oh, anyone? Or are you no? kidding me? That's like the best one. No, wait, Lobo wait. the Duck is the best one. Lobo the Duck is not the best. That's one. the best okay. one. What That's is your question about Dark Claw? Does he actually kill people, or is it like? Yeah. is it like Ninja Turtles where he just like doesn't use his claws. No, he kills people, but he, you know, like Batman has his no kill rule. Since he's half Wolverine, his no kill <laughs> he rule has is a kill everyone. With, so it's somewhere in the middle. It's a kill everyone rule, but his hard line is he, he won't let himself go berserk. Oh, okay, interesting. And when your bad guy is the hyena, which is the genius combination of Sabretooth and the Joker, yeah. it's very hard to not go over the line. <laughs> Fair. I have too much love for uh, Amalgam What's Comics. the Robin called? That's uh, Robin and Jubilee mixed together. Uh, Sparrow? Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's not it's good. I was mm. thinking like Robin Lee. Not as clever. You have Lady Deathstrike and Talia al Ghul combined, though, which is fucking rad. God, it's so... Speaking listen, of things talk, that, that, that are rad, about about rad Casey. <laughs> yeah. The Nintendo Direct, the latest Nintendo Direct had a huge section on super smash brothers ultimate um including but not limited to but really i only gave a shit about this they have so much castlevania stuff in this game now yeah it just exploded with castlevania yeah when they when they put uh pit from kid icarus and smash brothers brawl i was like oh any Nintendo property is fair game and then in four they put in the fucking duck hunt dog and they have rob and now i'm like I thought to myself years ago, I'm like, you know, it'd be great if they had Simon Belmont, like just a classic NES character. He's got a whip. He's got all kinds of cool moves. And they, they updated his look. He, he walks just like he does in the game. He's got all his power ups. And then they, and then they fucking, they hit you with a curve. Not only do they have Luigi inside Dracula's castle getting fucking murdered, which is wild. They have, uh, they have Richter Belmont from... Castlevania Rondo of Blood and yeah. Symphony of the Night. Um, which is amazing. So you have like the two generations. You have like the start of modern Metroidvania games and then you have like classic Castlevania. But there's there's both of them. <laughs> there's both of them! And you've got Dracula as a stage boss and you've got Alucard as an assist trophy and I'm like, Netflix has got season two of Castlevania. There's too much Castlevania! There's so much! All the and Castlevania. They they also yeah. said they're gonna have way more levels too. They're gonna have 103 levels, including the three boss yeah. levels, which That's is incredible. Yeah, Holy and then crap. If you, yeah. if you don't count how each stage can be broken up into the Omega no stage hazards version, so it's really like 300 and the, something. The, the eight player, ver- yeah, there's like 800. Yeah. But what really blew my mind about this direct too was they have mid fight stage transitions. Nice. Like, you hmm. can pick multiple stages to have, and the the stages will change in the middle of the fight. They went completely all out. They went so all out, they actually changed the Switch into a completely different device. 
you can make yeah, playlists out of all of the theme music that they have going on, and you can use it as an MP3 player almost. What? Or you That's just, incredible. You could put, put it on like I can't remember. They said it's a specific mode. I can't remember the name of it right now. It's escaping me. But it's essentially just like the screens off, and you have the headphones plugged in, and you're just fucking listening to Smash. It's like, unnecessary mode, isn't it? That's it, called, it's it's so good. It I can I that. now I can go to the gym and hit that stairmaster, and then it's just like. Da, 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 I hope you didn't want to use wireless <laughs> headphones though. Oh no! See, I would just be blasting it. Yeah, right from, the, <laughs> from, the, from, the, from those super high quality do, head, uh, speakers. And they'll be like, do, "Listen, what's do, wrong with you?" And I'm like, do, "What's wrong with you?" There's vampires out there. Um, I'm beeping up to take them off. Of yeah. Uh, There's a couple other things. Uh, Crom from Fire Emblem is back. Yeah. They finally added Dark Samus, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, they're those clone Echo Fighter type deals. And looks awesome. Dark King Samus. K. Rule. King K. King K. Rule. So we, we finally get that whole, what is this Rareware shit mixed up in my Nintendo? Like, who? Oh, does Nintendo still own all these rad Donkey Kong characters? The answer is fucking yes! And he's he's great, because King <laughs> K. Rule is like a pirate and a mad scientist and a king. Why are we all just talking about how awesome it is that Ice Climbers are coming back? <laughs> because like that's, I don't Game care about any other uh, character that oh. they announced. Just, <laughs> just ice climbers. I'm psyched. Wolf is back. I they got every everybody's back. Yeah. yeah, they brought back Pichu for God's sakes, just for like completion's sake. <laughs> it's like who could we leave behind? Pichu. Should we? No. No, no man <laughs> no, left no. behind. No man or mouse. Uh, they also announced that the classic stages from the N64 are going to retain the N64 look, so they're not going to touch those up. Whoa! For nostalgia's sake, which nice. Some, That's pretty dope. Real, real chunky background action. Yeah. Limited polygons. I, I, original Smash has about five polygons per character. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. But awesome. uh, I think that's everything that I that I remember from all that. There's a lot of it where I was like really pumped into the other stuff where it's like. Yeah, like Kieran, you're switching to an iPod, and I'm like, well, iPods don't really exist anymore. Why would I want to do that with my Switch? All right, if you say so, Nintendo, you are fine. <laughs> um, speaking of things that are fine, and by fine, I mean fucking amazing. Uh, we have a new Red Dead Redemption. Uh, not really like a trailer for the second one, but like a, a more of an inside look into kind of what's going on. Which is really, really cool. Um, they're saying that they're trying to rework the uh, Red Dead system. Was it called Dead Eye? The Dead Eye system. They're trying yeah. to rework the gameplay, the world, make the world much more um, immersive. All these wonderful things that I'm hearing that I felt like I heard about GTA V that just didn't work for me whatsoever. Wait, you're so, saying that Dead Eye's not ready? <laughs> Does anybody get it? All right, fuck it. <laughs> No one explained that joke. I'm Leave not explaining it. <laughs> You're on an island. <laughs> uh, like, so like, hold. like I, I know that um, it's probably going to be a great game. Like I loved the first one, but like a lot of these promises and just feel like empty promises from like, I don't know, from like a, a not PAX, like a um, E3 or something like that. We're just like, they show some really cool stuff and they say very vague things and they don't really show you anything too specific. And they go, aren't you glad you watched this for six minutes? And I was like, cool. That's great. Oh, yeah, I was glad. Looks awesome. That's great. I'm I'm blind and glowing in. Yeah. Everything they promised, they're going to deliver. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Every non-specific <laughs> thing they promised, yeah, they're going to deliver. But uh, graphically, it still looks amazing. Um, I don't know what it is about Rockstar, but they can't get the hand animations looking just right. It always looks kind of off to me. 
nuts, but it's part of the charm. Yeah, it's part of the old rock star <laughs> charm. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about the Red Dead? It, it lo- looks awesome to me. I mean, uh, a part of the appeal of, of Red Dead Reduction Sauce was that it was this immersive Western world. You know, it was as if Rockstar uh, was 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 done like playing with the little uh, little toys, playing GTA. They grew up, put on a smoking jacket, poured themselves a nice smoldering, uh, you know, little goblet of of some nice cognac. And we're just like, hmm, hello, children. Let me tell you a story about John Marston. <laughs> you're like, whoa, this is great. Feels mature. It's nice. And uh, this one, too, like, it looks very, very immersive. I can't wait to get hands on it, get inside of this Western world. It looks bigger, better, and uncut. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to, to, to get inside of this thing, dude. Like, it looks, it, it, lo- it looks great. Everything you want in like a Western game, and like it was funny too is that all these other uh, development companies are like, all right, what's popular? Let's make some battlegrounds, make some beaches. Okay, uh, let's see what else do kids like. They're like fast moving guns and running on walls and shit. Okay, let's do that. And Rockstar's like, okay, they're like what, dancing. What, what, We're bringing yeah, back like, the horse. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, okay, well, what do they, what do people really like? They love Red Dead. Let's do that a Western game. Like no other company is doing a, a Western game or or doing it right. You know, like mm-hmm. I think a while ago, someone tried to do like a Western like MMO, which which failed and wasn't really great. It was really buggy and like you, you didn't want to be immersed in that world. And it was weird. But uh, yeah, they're just like a Western in, in 2018 and, and millions of people are like, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready for this thing. Let's let's get in there. And even like like new generations of people, too. Like one of my friends, little brother, like he was he was too young when Red Dead came out. And now he's just like, oh, this is like the, that game you were talking. He, he, he never played. He's like, oh, this is that game you guys were talking about that you played back in the day that was really damn good. And I was just like, yeah. And he like pre-ordered it already. Like yeah. and he can't wait to play. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to see like your face when you play this game All because right. the first one was really well. Second one technically was really damn good. Great story, great characters, um, great plot lines. I mean, just even going off the beaten path and you know someone saying help, help, and going off and helping them as like a cowboy was was amazing. Like it, it, you just get lost like doing these other things. You know, like so, so someone's in a random wilderness that their, their their wagon got stuck. Surprise! It's a bunch of bandits to try to rob you, and you're like, "Reach for the sky! I'm gonna kill all of you!" And it's just like, and like the music kicks in, and the music reach is, for the sky. Yeah. Somebody the music, the the music was really good too. Like it was it was a mix of uh, kind of like, it wasn't really Western Western. It had some like like modern beats into it, but it worked so damn well, and it gets you pumped to play this game. And and the weapons too. The weapons felt like heavy hitting. Absolutely heavy hitting for being those old Western style uh, repeaters and stuff like that. So yeah. I can't wait to, to get this thing again. Oh, yeah. I'll ha- I have my pre order. I'm, I'm still getting it, but I'm just saying they use a lot of non specific verbiage that I wasn't really appreciating. They really use like a lot of like, like synergy like stuff yeah. to <laughs> like Peter Molyneux. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Peter Molyneux, no. You love it. Covalescence. What's that guy been up to? Covalent bonds. Wait, what? He's a, he's a huckster. He's like, you know. He's he's wheeling and dealing and not delivering on any. I remember when Peter Molyneux. Like I remember Peter Molyneux like uh, was selling us on that whole like Milo experience with with, with the Connect. Yeah, where where you were supposed to have like that artificial intelligent like, oh, like yeah. kid who was supposed to be your friend and stuff like that, and you're supposed to interact with you through the Connect camera, and it was going to be like an artificial intelligent thing, and like it just never happened. Never happened. I, I, it I, just I, never happened. I'm convinced it became sentient and tried to kill everyone, and we'll never know. So they had to, take <laughs> they had to shut it down. Little British boy <laughs> in fucking the Hundred Acre Woods, pretty much. <laughs> it was like it was like a Stranger Things thing, but instead of like the little demon dogs, it was like the sentient boy from the computer. <laughs> There was a whole warehouse full of servers that were controlling this thing, and by the time it was all done, there was only one survivor who pulled the final plug. <laughs> and it was Peter Molyneux. Thanks, Peter. 
he came out and he's like, you have no idea how I saved the world. It was like the Umbrella Corporation with the, the, the little girls, the AI computer. Yeah. You're all <laughs> going to die down Milo. here. Oh my god. Yeah. That girl scared the shit out of, out of me. Yeah, dude. Snowpiercer, it's just a child inside the engine. <laughs> so, speaking of things that uh, scared the ever-living crap out of everybody. Mm, Casey. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. so the stupid fucking Venom movie. <laughs> Wait a minute, people, some people were excited for this thing, calling it stupid. Shut very, up! Very triggering. Shut the fuck very up! Very triggering Shut up, some people out there. Shut up. People are really No one interested. is excited for this movie. <laughs> a lot Not of your people. goddamn DC stands. Not your stupid fucks who are like, there's a Snyder Cut, bro. Venom is the most edgy extreme superhero of all time. I fucking hate it! And you know what's even worse? The fact that you could have made an R-rated Venom movie, but now you have little bitch baby Venom PG-13. <laughs> little yeah, bitch I baby I don't understand Venom. The, the PG-13 rating. I mean, he's he's right for, for an R rating. Yeah. Either he eats brains or he doesn't. Yeah. There's not a lot of complexity to this character. I mean, I mean, he's the really straw. I mean, they're, they're, they're really trying to, to make money off of it, which is what but the like, end result is going to be. Because if it's rated R, like these younger God. kids can't get in there. So they're like, PG-13, we can get a lot more butts in seats and we can get a lot more money out of this thing. In case it fails, it's open up to a larger audience, which which I get from a business standpoint, but, but it's stupid. Like, like, but I don't, I don't like completely understand money. that, though, because like Logan made it. A them a crap ton of, move of money, right? Yeah, and both yeah but he was established. Yeah, yeah, they could have made more, though. Made. They could have made more, and the people were asking for a Deadpool movie. Exactly, it's fair, but like, I mean, I mean, like, I, I don't understand like their hesitation with rated R. Like, they know a rated R comic movie will sell at this point. the The question is, who spearheaded this project? The yeah. answer is probably the no same one. guy who's been doing meth for our next topic. Love it, love it. Uh, can I take this one too? Do you I want to take? You, you go right ahead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. By the way, yeah, I'm gonna. You're, I'm gonna. You're totally it. hosting the Venom episode. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> Radio Jones. <laughs> we will see an emergence. Okay. Okay. All right. Go. Go. So, go for the next one. Whoever is in charge of announcing things at Sony is either doing a combination of crystal meth and heroin and all kinds of. I want to know what this man is on so I can get some and forget this Sony reality in which we live. Yeah, they call they, they call that a Sony. They're making six adjacent Spider-Man films, and despite what you might think, only one of them is a member of the Sinister Six, uh, which is they're making a Craven movie. Yes. Which, 2018, Big Game Hunter as the protagonist of your movie... Well played. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's no word is Spider Man's going to be in that one, which is stupid because. Nope, who cares? But like, hey, how about another movie where you don't need Spider Man? Silk, a character who's built, who's bitten by the same radioactive spider that Peter is. Wait, these are all names of cereal, by the way, like coincidentally. Crave <laughs> and Crave Silk. Is. Huh. All right, yeah. I'm hungry. Uh, who could forget this next character in Spider-Man's robes gallery? Golden Grams. Smacks. Little Smacks frog's going to come out. No, uh, Nightwatch, who was Marvel's 30 seconds of let's try and make a spawn character and see if he takes off. All right, we'll just put him in Maximum Carnage and nothing fucking happens. So I'm that's great. pretty sure I bought a Nightwatch comic thinking it was a spawn comic. Yeah, no. See, that's how they get you. Yeah, uh, I know I fell into that. Foolish child mind. Like a fucking fly to a spider web. That's so dubious. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, they've split up the Black Cat and Silver Sable movie into two films, 
which neither of them could have carried their own film, and I had doubts that both of them. Could I was have just going to say, film. like, like, like who, like, who cares about splitting that up? Like, what the hell? Who cares about Black Cat when she's not a romantic Catwoman style interest to Spider Man? Um, who cares? Like, you could, you could have like a like a whole coming of age Spider Man movie where people don't necessarily know he's a kid, and he's he's got the attention of this like really like sexy cat burglar lady. And he's like, oh, gosh, I just turned 18 and I'm ready to go to college and there's sexy women all over the place <laughs> in tights. Like, wouldn't you wouldn't you want to see uh, Tom Holland with his beautiful Hollywood hair having to deal with like some romance angle as a superhero? It would be it would be nuts. I, I mean, I'd love it. Uh, yeah. Silver Sable is just a. I don't know, like a super spy kind of movie an international like she's like a girl james bond but also mission impossible ish which we'll get to tonight at some point i i imagine maybe maybe we'll see uh and and the real cream of the crop or as most people would prefer to say it sony literally scraping the bottom of the bottom of the barrel jackpot uh who if you don't know showed up for about one story in dan slot spider-man before it got good where it's a woman who looks exactly like Mary Jane, but isn't Mary Jane, what? fights crime. Hence the name what? Jackpot. Hence the name Jackpot. And guess what? That's it. End of story. That's pretty much it. She's, I think, maybe two sisters wearing wigs that both coincidentally look like Mary Jane, but have nothing to do with Mary Jane, and it's weird. <laughs> and I don't really fully un- understand the whole bit she got super here. strength too i think i think frustrated I Casey is my favorite are. i thought Casey. she had luck powers but that's not a thing either you're just saying that she wow. might have super parkour powers either way just it really goes to show you between night watch and fucking jackpot how goddamn desperate they are over there they really are it's like it's like all right let's try to pump out as many things we can out of this spider property we okay well what do we have here oh, like let's let's go Brainstorming session. Oh, I, I know a silk movie. All right, cool. It's like, like they what? looked at a list of they looked at a list of names of characters that they owned. Yep. And they're like, yeah, let's do that one. They threw a dart. Yeah, <laughs> they got the same guy who decided who should be Cylons in Battlestar Galactica to name their fucking Spider-Man movies. It's like, oh, he's a Cylon. Sure. All right, yeah, let's make a Spider-Man movie about that guy. <laughs> like, hey, how about this? Because Marvel has all this gaining traction with Marvel Rising and female superheroes and stuff. Make a fucking Spider-Gwen movie. Yeah. Didn't they like, change her name? I know she's name? showing... Yeah, she's the ghost spider. Ooh. Which the ghost, is dumb. The ghost spider? Yeah, because you know what the ghost spider was before she took the name? Mm. It was a Spider-Man who Highlandered a bunch of his alternate reality counterparts to make Whoa. himself super powerful. Whoa. That's yeah. A, that sounds pretty badass. It's fucking rad. That story is so <laughs> insane. It makes zero sense, but it's so crazy. You can Google up Ghost Spider. He's terrifying looking. Is he Ghost AKA, Rider mixed with Spider-Man? He, look, he, <laughs> almo- he almost looks like one. That's but basically AKA like right J- Jet Lee's the one where he oh. goes throughout the multiverse. No, yes, you know, killing that's himself. That's exactly what it is. Just to make himself stronger. Yeah. Until there was only two. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> if, if, if this picture is accurate, he looks more like Killface from Frisky Dingo. 
Oh my wow. god! <laughs> kill face, but like with like blue fire as hair. That's what he looks like. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing that, is kill face. He looks like son. a normal Spider-Man with like a Superman cape, but he just man. Sony is really scraping with this. I mean, none of this sounds interesting at all. I mean, like, well, what are they doing over here? And I, the, I I read an interesting tweet from a guy named Movie Bob, who I don't know if you guys follow, but he was pretty big on the Escapist before that fucking tanked and now he does his own thing but he was a guy who always had like like cool inside baseball stuff and hot takes on like comic books and movies and stuff and he says i'm pretty sure this is kind of what fox was doing where they're like we're doing six x-men films we're getting two out every year we're competing with with disney blah 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 he thinks that there's a buyout for sony pictures on the horizon and they're trying to fucking up their they're like standing in the stock market before it's sold, so they make fucking bank with all these hypothetical projects. That that makes sense because I mean, look at this whole slate of movies coming out. Like, I don't see these being made unless you're just like they're they're scrambling and they're trying to get like these these names out there. So they're just like, oh, they're making that. Oh, okay. So like all all the shareholders are like, oh, okay, let's give them a chance to put some more into this because superhero movies are hot, you know? Yeah. And I don't normally have my finger on the pulse of this kind of like insider stuff, but when I read that post, I was like, "Yeah, you know that that makes sense." And it also seems really fucking shady. Yeah, yeah like, like in what in what reality too. would they announce a jackpot movie? Like, are you what? <laughs> what? Well, also, what? I mean, also in what reality would they have a Venom movie without Spider Man? Yeah, I I'm still getting past that one, but we'll we'll leave that for the future. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, now that we've gotten all that stuff out of that's all the that's news. It. I I never thought we'd finish the news. That's why I was caught off. That was a lot of news. That was great. That was great. Oh, news. also, Idris Elba might be the new James Bond. Just throwing that out there real quick. It's a fast hot take that you may not have seen on the internet from five hours ago. Tell me yes. more, Casey. Let's let's never talk actually... about our main subjects. Let's only talk news today. Yeah, let's not let's not do it. Um, I don't know. Uh. James Bond is a long-running franchise that has had multiple actors over the years playing the same character or the same guy with the same code name. It's unclear depending on what single Bond. Just give it to him. Just get, just literally just give it to him. End of story. Like yeah. you just give, yeah, give him no, the job. Uh, yeah. Just just do it. Just do <laughs> Black British Bond. Serge, tell us about Mission Impossible Fallout. All right. So now to one of our main topics here: Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, get the Mission sa- Impossible. Get 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 the soundtracks. Got Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Doing dun, the remix. Dun, 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 <laughs> so ridiculous. I was enjoying that. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of wanted to keep, I, I wanted think... to do like a slow build while you were talking. And then eventually just overtake <laughs> anything you were saying. That's great. But I do that anyway. So. Dink, dink, bow, bow. I think we should use that uh, Casey's rendition as our, our new intro. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. No. Be great. All right, so uh, Mission Impossible Norton Fallout is made by uh, the great, great uh, Christopher McQuarrie. He made uh, he directed Jack Reacher, also Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Um, Mission Impossible is is a longstanding series with Tom Cruise, uh, not always at the helm. So, so it first started out as an interesting spy movie. Uh, if you go back and watch it, it still kind of holds up. It's very interesting. You remember some stuff from it, and then it went off to kind of be a joke. You know, uh, especially with Mission Impossible 2 being one of the worst with movies the hair. ever. Yeah, with like, oh, his God, long flowing hair John and like, like motorcycles and, and stuff like crashing against each other. And John Woo's like weird obsession with dubs, like flying through <laughs> scenes as you see through his like 
He's <laughs> <laughs> like Chai Young Fat movies. Like in all of his like Chai Fat movies, like he needs to have two guns. He needs to be doves flying. So we're like some kind of birds because he, he he thinks it's like beautiful imagery that looks really epic. So that's where you have that infamous scene where there's like a dove like flying in and Tom Cruise walking through like a like like a burning wall of fire. So most ridiculous <laughs> thing ever. But uh, yeah, after Tom Cruise, no uh, doves were burned in the making of this scene. Yeah, after Tom Cruise became crazy, people started not taking Mission Impossible seriously, and it was kind of weeding on its legs. But uh, the series definitely, definitely revived itself with uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. I think a really good um, addition to the franchise. Like, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a great action movie. And then now we have Mission Impossible. Uh, Fallout, which is a direct uh, uh, sequel to the other movie. I mean, like no other one has really. I mean, they've touched upon other characters before, but you have the the main villain from the Syndicate who's back in this one, yeah. um, and he has and his 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 rogue nation, his uh, Syndicate nation, is still out there doing things. Um, so Ethan has to stop him, otherwise there will be a nuclear fallout. They they want a new world order. They want to wipe everything away with nuclear weapons, and Ethan and his team have to stop it. Also, Ethan is being put on notice that if he doesn't stop it, he like he, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we have Superman Henry Cavill who will stop him as well. He's there. You see him in, in the movie trailer fighting in the bathroom along with uh, Tom Cruise. He's there as a deterrent. He's there as someone who's going to take over if if Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt, does not get the job done. He's there to lay down the law with his big yeah. muscles. And they know. keep they keep bringing it up. It's like, listen, you know Agent Walker has murdered like 80 people. Yeah. And then Henry Cavill just looks at the camera and he's like, <laughs> winky winky it face. It started with General Zod. <laughs> well, I love so leading her, into other movies. I love yeah. that she's like, yeah, you like. Uh, she's like, you like to use uh, scalpels. I use hammers or something like. I that. like to and, use a hammer. Oh and then yeah. just looks Ange- over at Angela him and he's Bassett. like. I, I love yeah. that Angela Bassett is one of the heads of the the, the, the CIA. So so here you have uh, another, another Mission Impossible movie where the IMF team needs to stop the bad guy, but is also trying to be stopped by another nation of government officials, and they're also trying to be put on a leash by by another government. And ninety percent chance that Agent Walker calls his penis the hammer. One hundred percent, like not even a question. One hundred percent. Yep. Calls yeah. of the hammer, um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was an interesting movie. It was uh, it was it was really a roller coaster from 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 start to finish. It, it could kind of wean in the middle. It was kind of like ah, okay, I can think I'd go to the bathroom here. But for for the most part, it was a really interesting action movie. Uh, going into this movie, I didn't expect too much from it. Um, I did like uh, uh, um, Rogue Nation. I thought uh, Christopher McCurry did a really good job with that, like giving us uh, this intrigue, giving us this like not really a slow burn, but. Um, uh, like he pretty much like ignited the fuse, and it kind of and it kind of was, was a long fuse, and the end it always blows up. But like Tom Cruise is nuts doing all of his own stunts, and that's really what people a lot of people go to see now. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, the new Mission Impossible movie's out. Oh, what's Tom Cruise doing now? You know, because because the last one like he was on on like this the side of this like huge like airplane, yeah, like actually actually doing that. In this yep. one, there's a lot of stuff. He breaks his foot jumping across like an actual real building. And uh, there's some behind the scenes stuff where it zooms out and his like stunt guys like literally right there. <laughs> so so Tom Cruise runs over, breaks his foot, uh, and then the camera zooms out. He limps off, and then uh, he goes back to his stunt guy and he kind of waves at him. And he's like, "Oh crap, I gotta go in now." Oh oh, he's injured. Oh crap. <laughs> like, there is no one you know. that gets paid more for doing nothing than Tom Cruise's stunt double. Dude, he's kind of sitting <laughs> yeah. there watching Tom Cruise like you got him, buddy, thing, and, and and he's still there getting paid. It's amazing, but uh, there's a lot of really interesting stunts this movie. And it really didn't kept Tom going. Cruise just basically try and continue this franchise so he can try to kill himself on a semi regular basis. <laughs> like, he had to he had to create a whole company just so like he could be insured. 
like to Probably. be like a crazy asshole no, jumping all these, off of all these movies are life. just made to inflate tom cruise's ego this dude's ego is so big he had to beat superman in the sky <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true his God, actions really were allowing him to beat him it's really good this movie yeah, like, like, is the best way i can describe this movie is that it was an outline written by a really smart guy the outline was picked up by a really dumb guy who wrote the screenplay. And it's fun as hell, but yeah. it's so freaking stupid. Well, it's also following it, a lot uh, of these, like... So if you think about it, like, um, I was kind of listening a little bit to Secrets of the Sire, friend of the podcast, Mike Dolce. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what... He, He's been hitting. He's been hitting the airwaves with some serious hot takes. Is Mission yeah. Impossible the best superhero franchise? Which, of all time? which like, Mike, get the gotta, fuck gotta, out here, man. Gotta respect the, the social media game though, that he's got going on. Yeah, you gotta respect that hustle. Like, Let's like, get that, hustle. That's yeah. really cool. But what, like, what is what is Batman? Is he really just a man or is he a Superman? And I'm like, God, you love Batman. Who are you? Who are you kidding? So you work in comic books. Nobody loves Batman more than so. You. The reason well, why I'm turning to a rose of Delta is like he's um, putting these Mission Impossible movies akin to superhero movies and like kind of the evolution, which we'll talk about a little bit later about that they're taking. And this one very specifically, I was like, why is he being goofy, Tom Cruise? Like I binge watched all these goddamn movies, and he has not been goofy, Tom Cruise in any of them. And he, I'm pretty sure, delivers a line from Jerry Maguire in this movie where he gives that that like Definitely. look. And I'm like, well, where's this coming from? And then I'm thinking about it, like, kind of with that lens in mind that um, Secrets of the Sire was talking about. I'm like, oh, they're picking up a little bit of, like, um, comedy here because that's what's selling right now in superhero movies is that comedy trend. And I, I think that's very interesting um, that, they, I don't know, they just brought it out of nowhere. It threw me off at first. And then, like, all the old people in the audience were just kind of laughing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I was freaking rolling half the really? time because you know what's even more dangerous than one nuclear bomb two nuclear bombs put in the script <laughs> I, I love it not only that but the nuclear bombs have to be they have to be cut the wires have to be cut at the same time but the fuse that's 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 in a random location somewhere else has to be out of there in order for it to be cut and they decided to cut it at the last second like every 90s like hero show like, like what is this oh, yeah. like, like, what, like what are we doing here it was hilarious because oh, okay. you know like like tom cruise is like from like that era and you can see a lot of that in this movie it's like we need these like uh we, we need a chase scene we need a couple chase scenes we need just like all this like romping stomping action we, we need stuff exploding guys we need... get this are you ready nuclear weapons uh-huh. Uh-huh. Never been we're done. gonna call uh-huh. it fallout i had a lot of fun watching this movie it was just it was just yeah. like stupid like actiony fun that yeah. bathroom fight scene was like the best fight scene i've Dude, seen in a that really long time hell yes did anybody else think that fight scene was going to be between tom cruise i and did Henry too Cable i was though? just gonna say that i felt yeah. so misled yep. Yeah, I was, was like, oh, they did a good job. It ultimately was. Yes, yeah. you're right. <laughs> but Sorry, um, by the no, by the way, like I totally spoiled the movie. I was like, oh, I know what's going on, which I always fucking do in the middle of a movie. I'm like, oh, I know what's happening because I should be that no, dumb guy who writes shouts it in front of an because, entire theater. Because oh, the I dumb guy who so wrote bad guy. the dumb guy oh, who wrote the script was like, you know what? They're not going to understand this nuance. We're going to just go ahead and blatantly say that Henry Cavill is the double agent the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> because they were like, you know what? I read the script the first time. Didn't get it. I'm going to throw it in there. This movie was basically a big budget equivalent to Threat Level Midnight. 
Just saying. Yeah. That's literally what it is. I would not have seen this movie if, if we we're not covering. If we were not covering it, I probably would Correct. not have gone. Like I stopped when they. I watched one, two, and three when they came out, and then I stopped. And I probably I would, would have waited have until it was on Hulu. I wow. actually told my little brother last week I'm not going to see this movie because uh, I don't want to see it. And then within 48 hours, we made the decision let's to go see, see this movie. And I was like, <laughs> I, look, I know I said no last week, but we're going this week. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. Like I saw it at the local shithole theater on Tuesdays for five dollars, and you know I'm not, uh, I'm not mad about it. But I don't uh, know. It, it's just it feels yeah. it feels like this genre is kind of getting a little dated. Like in my yeah. opinion, and like it, at least in my theater, it was very obvious. There was I was the third youngest person in the audience. When <laughs> oh, wow. when it got out, like, I looked around, and, and let, let me tell you this. You think young people are fucking horrible in movies with their phones and shit? Old people are worse because they don't know how to silence. Oh, they it quickly. are. They like I w- legit. The woman sitting in front of me, she must have been like fifty-five ish. Was checking her email, and at first well, she was checking her text, and I was like, "Oh, maybe like there's something at home." And she's just refreshing her email. Tom Cruise emailed her. Ooh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> it's probably just Tom Cruise at gmail.com. Everybody should just give it a shot. Anyway. Uh, no, excuse me. It's cruise.tom at gmail.com. He had to, to be more anonymous. Just try it. <laughs> just try it, folks. Did yeah, I bring this back around here? The, um, uh, the, 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 I think the cast did a really good, uh, really good job here. Like Rebecca Ferguson kills it. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Except that she, you could remove her character from the movie and literally entirely. nothing would change. Yeah. That's yep. true, but 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 you wouldn't have a scene where where he literally like he he like he pretty much like hits his like quote unquote ex with a car, which is like almost every guy's dream. <laughs> <laughs> just just runs her over and he, <laughs> and, and then you have Sir Solomon Lane who's oh, just man. like like oh she's back oh you just ran her over oh crap. <laughs> that was dope like like for for a minute they're just like dude that was dope he's like yeah bro all right let's get out of here. yeah he's like oh also, this is getting interesting gave the yeah. gave your ex-girlfriend the thumbs up maybe you should oh try getting back together even though you hit her with a car <gasps> like oh, okay all right but it totally she was ruined. cool with it it totally <laughs> ruined the surprise at the end that you see his wife like that would have hit way harder if she Ilsa wasn't in the movie or literally which, which, did nothing which which that part was really awkward because like it's like it's like she was helping out at a <laughs> at this like at this camp um in this th- in this this part of the world where like also she was with like her new dude or whatever and whatnot and then Ethan's just like oh this is awkward great and then the guy's like and then it, 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 <laughs> I was about to kiss her on the mouth yeah and then we <laughs> enter this weird conversation where he has to go uh, defuse like the, this these n- nuclear bombs and then he's having this conversation with this guy about like driving back somewhere and like catching up so I'm like. I'm like, this is a nothing conversation. Like, you have to go take, take, like, you know, yeah. like dismantle nuclear bomb. Get out of there! What are you doing? <laughs> they had to hit two and a half hours, or it's not a true blockbuster. Must milk yeah. every <laughs> single minute. I, I love right after that moment. He just like he doesn't like subtly walk away. He just fucking full sprints to the nuke. Like I, I, yeah. I kind of <laughs> wondered like, like, what was Tom Cruise what was going on through like West Bentley's character's head. Like like. <laughs> He's just on vacation. He's running very fast. That's interesting. He's hmm. running like his life is dependent. Yeah. That was really mid-conversation. <laughs> he just left. Awkward. He's running like all of our lives depend on it. That's weird. <laughs> and then Ianaka comes in. You gotta go. You gotta go. You know, I'm just not even going to second guess what he's doing. Yeah. But real talk, uh, this say, movie was really fun. Like, I digress. I it. it was oh, stupid, yeah. stupid fun. But it's a, well, per- well, a really what was good everyone's movie. Like, what was everyone's uh, favorite action sequence? 
Oh, the I I love the bathroom fight because of the way it the way it ends. Hell yeah. Where he just fucking bricks the guy with the computer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where's the needle? It's like didn't need yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> just and they try and scan his face and the thing is just so <laughs> fucked. And Tom Cruise is like, What are you doing? Yep. Like what like you're making it worse. <laughs> and Cavill's just like, eh. And then his that phone is broken, and the next scene, the phone is fixed. So if you didn't pick up on that, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they really needed to let you know. Oh, God. Well, it's not that his phone was fixed. It's that, it's that Henry Cavill, uh, August Walker, replaced the phone. No, that's I know. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. ridiculously obvious. And yeah, the fact yeah. that they had him break the computer was to really mm. hit home. Oh, by the way, there's all sorts of broken stream, uh, screens, which means when he hands an unbroken screen and then turns yeah. to the camera and fucking winks because that's how obvious <laughs> the damn screen he dun, was. Dun, 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 dun. Aren't you glad that he, he didn't, like, have to shave his mustache for this so, movie. Like, oh, so glad. So the most expensive unshaved mustache. More, did you, <laughs> but did you guys it? hear about the more details now. that came out about that? No. So no. apparently, um, this is was this movie wasn't why he had a mustache. No, no. I mean, no. This movie it, is why, why he had a mustache. So uh, oh, okay. apparently, I think it was the director or someone was like, "All right, like they calculated about how much it would cost um, Warner Brothers to remove digitally the mustache and say, all right, he can shave it." If you just give us like three, I think it was three million dollars they estimated. Give us three million dollars, he can shave it, and we'll fucking deal with it later. And then Universal heard about this deal, and they were like, "No, you are not, absolutely not doing that." Put the kibosh right <laughs> on there, and so like that's why we got like Lipgate. Right. The funny thing is, shortly Lipgate. after all this shit happened, Tom Cruise fucking broke his foot anyway, so they stopped filming regardless. He could have shaved it, <laughs> come back, no problem. Oh man. <laughs> Do you guys think that the scene at the beginning of Justice League was filmed on that broken phone? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Good callback. (laughs) Maybe. Nice. Wait, speaking of Justice League, I think uh, I think like Henry Cavill was was much better in this movie than oh he was was great in this movie. Oh I hated him. He was, he's I the best it. part of this movie. Dude, I, like, especially like see, seeing him fight in that bathroom scene. I'm just like, oh, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm watching Superman fight yeah, right now, yeah. dude. The, 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 the yeah. way the way he knuckled up and just started like going after the guy. I was like, he shook his arms go. up, dude. He, dude, Superman can punch through buildings, but I I'm actually scared to get he, punched by Walker. He had yeah. more power. <laughs> he's got cannons for Walker arms. Walker had more power in his punches than dick. Superman did. Oh, he definitely oh, did. And like, and like these, like, uh, it, it did a really good job because the, the these punches, these hits, they sounded weighty. It, it sounded like they were really hitting each yeah. other. Yeah. The that, the you know? audio in this movie was actually unreal. So like, um, especially a couple of the gunshots that were like really well timed. And I don't know if it was just because I've seen an IMAX, but like the sound effects in this movie, just I was dude, like, this is awesome. When they get zapped, when he uh, he gets zapped by lightning, when he's oh. like, "Oh, what are you afraid of? A little lightning?" and then just snaps, awesome. and then it's just silent. I was like, first of all, a, I wish I had a can of soda so I could open it during that part." <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Dave? Oh, yes. dude, I love doing he that because that it's, it bursts. It's yeah, the people, funniest bit. Yeah. yeah, people crack up um, <laughs> or get so mad at me. It's I love it. Um, but it was just like it was terrifying. Like I hate thunder and lightning. And like when this happened, I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was oh, like, <laughs> so "He's out. He's out." So I really wish this movie. I really wish that he wasn't the double agent because I thought it would have been awesome if like 
uh, Tom Cruise had to like carry this freaking weight around his neck the entire movie of this dude that just keeps fucking up every mission would have been the funniest twist if you think that he's sab- intentionally sabotaging the mission, but in reality he's just that awful of an agent. <laughs> he's go- he's just goofing his way to the top. Yeah. Like, like he really is a hammer. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he literally really is a hammer. hammer. Through, oh, through everything, like, uh, like uh, Ethan Hunt's just like, okay, here's what we do, here's what we do, here's what we do. And every guy was like, August Walker's like, no, all right, we're just going to go straight in. And like, he's just like, no, that's not, we have to finesse this thing, we have to use masks, we have to use this. And, and August Walker's just like, nope, just going to walk right in, kick down the door. I, I love Walker, like he's... <laughs> You're an idiot, I'm jumping right into this lightning storm. I, lo- I love that, he's, and he just like undoes this thing, I'll see you down there. And he just jumps up. Such and, a I, bro. I love, and, Dude, and I love how like that was just like like a natural way for 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 Tom Cruise to like like his you saw the behind the scenes thing where like he really did the jump and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder how they're gonna like finesse it so it looks kind of natural. And it's like, oh, Walker's like, Haha, you think you're making all these smart plays? I'll see you down there, nerd, <laughs> with your mask and your voice changers. And then Tom Cruise is like, damn it, ah, God, and then jumps off the plane. I was like, oh, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the, uh, there was a lot of really, really good scenes. Like there was like a, a like a motorcycle stunt that he actually did, and they had like uh they had like a car with with like the rig or the camera just like chasing him through the streets, and uh, I, thought, I thought that was that was really well done. There was a scene when he's driving the motorcycle, and it blatantly looks like they just drove actually through Paris, and then they took a GIF of Tom Cruise on a motorcycle and used that <laughs> as the CG. They just moved it through the screen. Yeah, um, there was yeah. one. There was a couple not great CG moments um, with that motorcycle chase. Definitely, especially when they added like more cars to like zoom it in out of the way yep. to make it look like he was in peril. I was just like, that's CJ. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah what, uh, what about the what about the most infamous cg problem where when henry cavill does the the shoulder roll fists up his, his shirt grows. loses a pocket and his beard grows a <laughs> that little bit odd. that was really odd. it's it's spooky and it's in the final cut of the movie because i was looking for it yeah it's, it's it's in the trailer like when you look back at the trailer like the bathroom scene where he like knuckles up and he goes to, walks towards the guy you can see like his beard growing <laughs> it's and his really shirt, weird. and his shirt literally changes i'm like oh does it oh, i don't know it's a shirt it's gonna, oh, it's gonna be a beard. reshoot there, one has yeah. a pocket one doesn't yeah it's good it's a reshoot that was definitely a reshoot but it's like it's such like a weirdly seamless edit like he just yeah it's 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 weird a really good reshoot. It, it freaks me out that movies are that good. Yeah, but uh, I, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend this movie as as a fun time. But make sure you see uh, the the one before, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Like overall, like I, I thought it was that was a fun movie. Uh, go see it at matinee, matinee price. Yeah. You don't like don't pay for like prime. I would actually, Serge, I would actually counter and say that you, even though it may slightly enhance the situation, um, you probably don't need to see the one beforehand. Like I, I know I saw that a movie on a plane, but the uh, Rogue Nation, I remember one scene from it and that's it um but i but you get the gist there's enough exposition in this movie um literally just like every other mission impossible movie where they he gets handed a file of some sort and it reads out all the context that you need obviously you get a deeper understanding if you do see the previous movies um because i think like ghost protocol is when we first saw like simon pegg and whatnot and they established yeah. some of those ca- characters um but and I, it was I, actually I, three yeah three was, was, simon he was in pegg, three pegg, yeah yeah he's there for really? a hot well, second yeah. i didn't three. see the wow. third one so your faces Oh, uh-huh. you missed out. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman. I've seen the first oh, dude, five minutes really of that movie, that. and it's probably one of the most intense five minutes of a movie I've ever seen, just the opening of that. Um, but then for some yeah. reason, I wasn't engaged enough to actually watch any of the rest of the movie. This this movie is like the Mad Max Fury Road of Mission Impossibles. Like, if you're ever going to rewatch a movie, this is the one. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but with, with, with all the crazy high flying stunts and action sequences yeah. and, and the movie just movie just moves along, man. Like you're on this ride and it just moves ahead along. I, I, I didn't I didn't even feel its runtime at all. No, no. It, does move, it has really good pacing. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of things that have really good pacing, can you guys believe it's been 10 years since The Dark Knight came out? Almost, almost. Uh, well, That's we've incredible. been watching so many other incredible DC movies uh, that's come out since then. Uh, I, <laughs> I just didn't even notice it. So, so here's the thing, right? So uh, Batman Be- Begins came out in 2005. And um, Christopher, Christopher Nolan kind of like looked at previous Batman movies and just kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, Schumacher. So he like what I think, what I think a lot of people really liked about uh, the Batman <laughs> Nolan verse is that he like he doesn't he doesn't like um falter from his own style. He's just like I'm gonna make a Batman movie and it's gonna be in my style and you're gonna fucking like it. Like yep. he, yeah. he doesn't like really cash in on it too much. So he so he did take the Joel Schumacher strategy of making a Batman yeah. movie. <laughs> I'm gonna take Batman. I'm gonna do my own goddamn thing the way I want to. And but this like, is it. This is what you get. I mean that he yeah he he did do that and I think he stayed true to like I want to say two-thirds of what batman actually is um yeah and i mean it well, was wildly successful too friend. like it was the best batman movie that people had seen and probably have seen thus far right um what's interesting though is that we have literally what 18 marvel movies since this came out yep so not only has the superhero genre shifted but like just everything what we expect now and i think that's why the dc Sending universe is kind of struggling is they're like oh but like people want something really dark and gritty and realistic but then they want like thor ragnarok and guardians of the galaxy and like <laughs> they can't like mm-hmm. compute that so they're like fighting with themselves essentially uh what I, what we're going to talk about today with the dark knight specifically is uh the evolution from what that was into what we know now and if this holds up for us um so let's let's talk about first and foremost the portrayal of batman christian bale's batman uh versus batflick the dc eu batman you um, is correct you you so like EU. i'm 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 gonna be the i think have the unpopular opinion on this one where i like batflick better than christian bale batman i absolutely 100 percent 110 popular opinion it like even Christian Bale said that his Batman didn't do justice the way that Ben Affleck did. He he said that he liked Ben Affleck's portrayal of Batman, wow. and and I agree because like in Christopher Nolan's verse, I never really got that that was Batman. Yeah, it, it was just Nathan Explosion. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, like, like I think like I like the feel and the scene of Gotham. I thought that was I felt really great, and the villains yeah. f- felt great too. But Batman himself, I never really felt that was Batman. But Bruce Wayne was good, but Batman, I've never felt that. See, yeah, I think I think you're right, like Serge, where the physical look of of you know Christian Bale and being like the Batman type of being like tall but slender and not he's like not a caricature. Super, yeah, exactly. When I think Affleck that that is. that fits, but it was too he was too American. He was too. Uh, Patrick Bateman, honestly, like American Psycho, yeah. you know what I mean? He's too like, <laughs> yeah. oh yes, I have a ton of money. I'm gonna do weird shit. I just, like, I just love to imagine that Nolan's like, listen, I need an actor who can be cast as Batman. Well, there's this guy who looks really great naked and kills a prostitute <laughs> with a chainsaw. Yeah. If that's not Batman, I don't know what. He is. tried to stuff a cat into an ATM. 
Let's get him. Feed me a cat. That's horrible. Um, like just the voice was of Christian Bale yeah. threw me off. Like I, I didn't realize how much I liked like the vocoder kind of sound that Batfleck has versus <laughs> just yeah, he's oh, terrible. Like he, his his Batman voice is actually yeah. kind of scary. I can I can see being a criminal. Like if he weren't branding criminals to be murdered in prison, I would be scared <laughs> of this guy anyway. <laughs> I also my my biggest criticism of Bale's Batman. Um, I have a lot of issues, which we'll get into, but, uh, his outfit is solid black. Yeah. The, the charm of Batman's costume being either blue and gray or black and gray or blue and yellow, like with accents mm -hmm. is cause there's color to break it up, which is why I think Greg and I both have issues with Superman not having his underwear yeah. for, in yeah. a lot of things. Um, you need that, that color Too break up to space. just make them stand yeah. out like there are so many scenes in the dark knight where you can barely even see batman gliding or flying yeah well, there, there's exactly also, there's what a, there's a, imax exactly that's the point exactly I'm well, the knight. there's the no yeah but <laughs> but you have to suspend your disbelief already there's a there's yeah. a utility so to his, goddamn like, great his, his logo though that they never really take advantage of in the movies and i think it was mm -hmm. in the this is where i get really nerdy for everyone so Nope, I already know what you're talking about. It's Go Dark Knight it. Returns issue two, where he's like, I can't put a whole thing of Kevlar on my head. Well, no, I was even thinking the novelization I... of No Man's Land, where he literally is like, that's oh. why I have a giant yellow circle on my chest. So they shoot at my chest where I'm covered in body armor and not at my head, which yeah. will probably kill me. Oh, that's a, huh. that's a, oh yeah, wow. that's a riff on the Frank yeah. Miller stuff. We're thinking of the exact yeah. same thing. That's smart. I didn't think it's also that. why Robin is a colorful <laughs> So they shoot him. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> him. Go, boy. Do you know how many orphans there are in Gotham City? He He's had like six Robins. They're a dime a dozen. <laughs> you shoot him in the legs. He's always got his thighs exposed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Plus, you can, if you ask the Joker, you can only kill Robin with a crowbar. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's also something that's missing from, from this Batman is his his Bat family, as it were, is, is very lacking. Yeah. Alfred, while played by the incomparable Michael Caine, Michael Caine. Uh, he doesn't do anything for him. He's there as just moral support, but I mean, but I mean Alfred. I mean, he's delivering some great damn role support. Oh, there. he's got some, yeah, but just like so many. Oh God, just I just love like I just love sassy like Master Wayne. I didn't. I'm sad now. Like, Bye. No, I'm sorry. I'm sad now. Um, but when when you get a taste of something like Jeremy Irons as Alfred, who is like he's in there, he's in the thick of it with the cave, like he's engineering the stuff, he's testing the equipment, you know, he's the man, he's the man in the chair, you know, since he doesn't have Oracle in these movies. Like a Alfred is so much more than just like a father figure to Batman. He's completely in the thick of it, and and there's a lot lost yeah. here. There's a lot lost where Lucius Fox is the sole developer of all this technology. Yeah. You know, you don't see Batman running any equipment tests and and stuff like that in these movies. Yeah, um, he, he relied too heavily on on Lucius, like, and I th and I thought Lucius was a lot more intelligent than than Bruce, and I was like, uh, what? No, yeah. it's yeah. not supposed to. He's, he's he's the world's like his like greatest detective. Well, like that's a, that's the thing. As yeah. far as I said, he's this is like two thirds of what Batman is, right? You got your Bruce Wayne, and then you got like your Batman stuff going on, but like you only have him using toys and punching people, and that's pretty much it. He doesn't really solve any crimes; he just doesn't die. 
and beats up the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And like he, to really like emphasize it in Dark Knight Rises, he doesn't realize he's getting had until the last possible second. And it's like mm-hmm. real Batman yeah. would have like prepared for that. I think it was Grant Morrison writes his Batman where he in his free time is literally spent in the Batcave staring at the wall, thinking of scenarios to get out of and preparing for yeah. the scenario. No, absolutely. Yeah, that last one too. Like he would have he would have let himself get trapped, but he would have had a plan for it. It would have been just like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like How you know what I mean? Like this? he would have thought it through. He knew it was gonna happen. Like he it's predicted yeah. for him. Let's talk about Gotham City. Like just the city itself for a moment. Because now we're living in a world where like the cities and the environments in the Marvel movies are a big part of the world. I'm talking about like Wakanda, Asgard, yeah. and Sakaar. And Gotham City has always been as much a character as right. Batman Except himself. in the yep. movies. Chicago. Right? Where it's just Toronto. <laughs> no, it's New, it's New York or, at night. Yeah. <laughs> New York. Gotham's supposed to be in between Boston and New York. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's in, it's no, in, it's in Jersey. Oh, it's yeah. in Jersey. Is it? No, it's Gotham City, New Jersey. Yeah, no. liar. No, it's supposed I, to be Chicago. It's mild enough, Chicago. Mm. What? How? It has a coast. No way. On Young yeah. Justice, they showed a map of Gotham, and it was in yeah. Between. I was just going like, to bring that up. Yeah, it was in Kingsport. Search. You can't like go yeah. off of maps of the DC universe because, like, in no. Smallville, they have literally Smallville and um, fuck Metropolis right next to each other. And what? But and, well, and, and? The, they're right next and? to each other, right? So, like, in yeah. Smallville, it's metropolis and it's smallville like they're like but uh, like like um couple Casey's miles apart. Right. but in the comics yeah, no, it's Ga- kansas it's, they're, and they're across the river yeah right kind of well metropolis is in fucking delaware which is like what? okay close okay, enough yeah fine. but like but it's, it's, yeah, but it's supposed to be modeled after new york yeah it's yeah metropolis is new york during the day and gotham is new yeah. york at night but obviously they have to be two different cities because Superman would be able yeah. to do Batman's job in about 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, you've, oh got a freeze, you've got a freeze gun. Okay, great. I'm just going <laughs> to melt everything about you. You're melted, Mr. Freeze. You're done. What about Happy Harbor? I'm throwing you into the sun. <laughs> but isn't, uh, isn't Gotham with like especially like, the train system is modeled after the Chicago's train system? That I I don't know the extent of it that much. Um, it's very possible. Has there been a city that's been hit by such a crazy earthquake that there was a lawless wasteland for a while? Nah, but there's Is also not Francisco? a bat running around the city either. <laughs> that we, that so, we yeah, know just, of. Suspend your disbelief. That we know of. Real <laughs> yeah, world Batman know. could just um, be a lot better than fake hey. Batman. <laughs> I'm looking at this map <laughs> now and I'm seeing star cities north of Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you've gone down the DC I have. rabbit hole. Oh my god! No, Don't look up Hub City. Like, there's too many. Central City, Central Missouri. City. That makes sense. West so City. There's let's, too many. Let's talk about the Joker for a minute, because for me, Raccoon this is um, one of the only things that really holds up for the movie is Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker, and I think it's so good oh, that he yeah. just stunted every other portrayal that will ever come after him. And then we, we obviously oh, yeah. saw that with Jared Leto, but not one that's come before that's him. True. No one will touch yeah. Mark Hamill's portrayal. That's just no. the quintessential. No, like that's the Joker voice. Yeah. Like that's that's the Joker. Yeah. 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 And even Heath Ledger barred a little bit of that laugh in his portrayal. Oh, you guys didn't yeah. like uh, Tony Hale from Batman Ninja? Didn't do it for you? Uh, no. Oh, you guys Buster. didn't like Jared Leto? <laughs> no. Oh god, I actually know someone who loved that, and 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 defends oh, it. You still know them? <laughs> you still know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to, to be fair, they're, they're just a coworker. 
So I hope they don't listen. No, they're just mad at you. No, this is this. <laughs> the Joker definitely is like the staple of Christopher Nolan in these movies. Yeah. It's like a ridiculously smart character that just does the most ridiculous, elaborate things. <laughs> so, was anyone else thinking as they were rewatching it of the all the theories and stuff about the Joker, specifically of the one where um, he's ex-military and. Uh, did interrogations like that was the specialty no. I, I heard about yeah, that so one. if you like think about that yeah. if you put that lens on and you watch it it's just like it's so obvious because like he's even giving batman advice on interrogations at one point he's like you don't hit him in the head first and they get all fuzzy and then like he like he punches <laughs> him in the hand he goes see i didn't feel that and like he's always doing these small things to manipulate the situation to work out to his benefit and like hmm. small and large, he just has this like guile about him that he knows how to just work people for what he wants to happen yeah. with the information he needs. So I couldn't like help but even just see that and see that whole character because up until that point, I don't think DC actually recognized the killing joke as official canon for the Joker's origin yet. But I think that was fairly recent. It's kind of it's it even now it's a mixed bag. They're doing this thing with it. There's been three right. Jokers, so everything is possibly out the window. Um, but the classic origin for the Joker, as told in the Killing Joke, is he's a failed stand-up comedian with a pregnant mm-hmm. wife. He needs money to support them because his career isn't taking off. So he gets embroiled with a bunch of either Falcone or Maroni thugs. Uh, and they dress him up as the Red Hood, which is this really, like, gaudy, flamboyant guy in a suit who has this big red dome and a cape on his head. Which, what he doesn't realize is that he's being set up as, like, this fake Patsy mastermind of the heist in this chemical factory. Um, and Batman ends up just fucking knocking his ass off a, a, a railing, because there's no OSHA in Gotham City. <laughs> um, and when he emerges, he's completely lost his mind as the Joker. Uh, because his wife also died in a tragic bathtub toaster accident prior to the heist. So he's literally lost everything and still forced to do this criminal stuff, and then Batman literally pushes him over yeah. the edge. I think he so, works I think he works pretty good in this as you don't know where he came from. Right. I think that makes him way more menacing. That mm-hmm. you don't you don't see his origin, so you can't empathize with him at all. So he's just evil yeah he's a he's a force of the only thing you truly know about him is that he hates being called crazy yeah yeah that's it like because when they said you're crazy he's like i'm not i'm i'm not like he's like like that was like the you know (laughs) yeah that's really the only time you saw him like actually triggered it's like oh wow he does have a button yeah yeah Yeah. like he took that seriously he was just like like he broke his whole person he's like i'm not yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't say that ever again. It's like, oh crap. And like I lo- and Heath Ledger is such a goddamn like oh, powerhouse. Man. Like like all his subtle subtle line deliveries were so I, I have good. Not I, seen a Heath Ledger movie that I don't like. I'm not ashamed to do Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Dude, I was just, Great. I was just gonna say Ten Things I Hate About Ten You. Things I hate about Ten you. Things I Hate About You. About yeah, you. I'm with I'm with Jason. Like that's that's clearly his best film. <laughs> cool. Night's Tale. Nice. So Come on, he's, he's a knight. So we've been talking about the Joker a, little, Mountain. a whole lot, yeah. but um, how do we feel? How did you guys feel about Two Face? Um, because when I first saw this in the theater, I was like, once they kind of had he had the Joker hanging upside down, it's like, all right, he's got it, he's caught. I was like, all right, this is the end of the movie. Next movie is gonna be Two Face, and then 
We actually just got two. Yeah, there's kidnapping. a whole forty-five. Just minutes. kidding. You get two face kidnapping Gordon's yeah. entire family. Yep. I mean, I mean, he looked. You look cool. cool. He yeah. overacted. Rewatching this, I'm absolutely. Like, oh. He was also overwritten though because he like Two Face is a gangster. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that he started off as as being the uh, the DA or whatever, but like he like he's having such a trouble like a trouble time with his moral compass that like they're making it annoying. I think in this movie. And yeah. I don't know. Like I think he's just like, uh, fuck it, I don't care. Like I have money and guns, you know. Like it, that's at least what I pulled from comics and stuff like that back. In I the mean, day, like, but, like the thing about Two yeah. Two Face that I really like, just from the comics, is he's a normal everyday guy who just happens to wear his like dark side like literally on half of his body, and he's always <laughs> just at war with that. There are points. And I'm I'm, I'm going to reference No Man's Man a lot, No Man's Land a lot because that has a lot of good showcase on the villains, where he yeah. I think it's Montoya he kidnaps or something and he's got a thing for her. Inigo Montoya. Yeah, even you yeah. My father. Yeah, thank you. Renee, Renee Montoya, Montoya, who's actually a GCPD, and so he's barking up the wrong tree. But uh, he gets like yeah. a, a small fixation on her, and he's just trying to calm his other half down. And his other half is like best friends with the Joker. Like they just get along like peanut butter and jelly. Like they're just dangerous. And I really wanted to see in this movie more of that. And you kind of get a little glimpse when like the Joker is like in his little nurse outfit and he's really kind of getting, trying to get him (laughs) up and running, which the nurse part, fucking brilliant, wonderful, classic Joker. Um, But you never really get it. You just get Dent going on a little rampage, kidnapping the Gordons and that's about it. So I think that worked for me because you already have like the Joker is already a gangster. Yeah. And if you go like the gang, as far in like the Batman universe, so many of these guys are gangsters with henchmen that run organized crime. Um, We've seen it before. It's been done. I think that this was a way more compelling way to do that because you have a guy that's been pushed that has been conflicted um, with what is wrong and what is right. And that's been his entire drive, the entire movie. And then all of a sudden it's flipped on his head and he doesn't know what to do. So I'm a, I'm, I am pro. I'm actually pro Aaron Eckhart. Flipped on its head, eh? Yeah, flipped on its head. I, I got it. Nailed it. I, no, I got uh, it. Also, Thank You for Smoking is like one of my favorite movies. And oh, that's Eckhart. such a good yeah, movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to show my love for Two-Face. Even though, but, you know, you got to say. Even the Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face? No, no, just the Aaron Eckhart one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like that Two-Face. Dude, that Two-Face was literally just the Joker, as was the Riddler, was also the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> I still the the best story to ever come out of Batman Forever is is that Jim Carrey met Tommy Lee Jones on the set of another movie years later, and he's like, "How come you don't like me?" And he's like, "I cannot sanction your buffoonery." <laughs> and I'm like, that has to be the most like I fucking hate you, you goddamn goof of an actor. How dare you do this to me? Yeah, that makes sense. How dare you approach me? That's wonderful. <laughs> Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think this two face. Like, I'm gonna, I am gonna give him some, some form of credit because, like, he looked great. Like, that was the best looking yeah. live action um, two face that we had seen yet. Yeah, never, never would have thought uh, yeah. Burns. Always thought it would be yeah. acid. Yeah, in the face. And it, like, it just keep it simple. And like the effects hold up really well too. Yeah, they do. Me, anyways, yeah, like, they I do. Was, yeah. I was very, I was half expecting to like see the pixels. Half expected. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Did it. Um, 
What's very interesting too is these villains uh, aren't like you can't really sympathize them with them as much as you can with like the modern villains, right? Like when you talk about um, Loki, Thanos, Killmonger, lesser degree Ultron, like there's some form of like, I understand why you're doing this. I mean, I guess even Ultron, Mm -hmm. I understand you looked at Reddit for like in 4chan. So now you hate all of humanity. (laughs) He's got, he's got no strings. Uh, But like, you know, Thanos has no strings. There are no strings on him. Understandable motives loki is going back and forth killmonger super understandable like motives and the joker is just like fucking killing people to kill people at this point yeah man he's chaos he's chaos like we don't incarnate you know he is loki better than loki is loki oh yeah we don't have that in like modern mcu we don't have that which is i think i think it's also like a a, a more part of our culture now too which is kind of cool where it's like no one's just good or bad. There's these gray areas. Well, yeah, and I think that's why they like the Joker. You can say is the best villain. I, I, that's at least in my opinion, right? Is that he's just doing things because he's doing them. Like that's that's the reason why is because I want this to be fun for me. It's not because he was an infant blue child on Jotunheim. It's not because he needs, you know, half of the universe to be disappeared. It's not because, you know, uh, humans on earth are going to kill themselves or uh, because like his father was killed by his king uncle. You know what I mean? It's not like <laughs> it's it's not because of Sterling this. Why K this is Brown. why you're bad. This is why you're evil. This is like no like it's just oh, I'm evil because I'm evil and I know and like I understand like something happened to him like he had to become evil at some point, but he carries on with it not because of what had happened to him. He carries on with it because he likes it. Yeah, and yeah, that's what makes him mo- the most dangerous and the most. The best villain, I think. And also, I'm not gonna lie to you. You, you kind of gave me this this really hilarious idea of a bunch of executives at Warner Brothers just like, all right, so we're gonna have this bit where the Joker talks about his different origins. It's like, all right, how about this one? <laughs> so I was a blue baby on Asgard. That's how I got these scars. Like my daddy what? Odin. <laughs> my t- that's all. Oh man, but that's why I, th- I mean I think the fact that we don't get a backstory with Joker is actually what makes him most uh, like. It, it, it removes the comfort. Yeah, like in, with a lot of the Marvel stuff, like a Marvel stuff, like I love the movies, but it is like it, it's like eating pizza. Like everybody likes it and it's tailor made so that everybody likes it. You have a structure. Um, you kind of understand the villains stuff there. We find comfort in understanding. But with Joker, you don't really understand what he's there for. So it's off putting, which makes him all the more scarier because you don't know what the heck he's going to do. Mm, right. Mm. Uh, ultimately, does this movie hold up for you guys? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. No. First one doesn't. I still don't like it. Yeah, for, first one does not. Yeah. First one I does agree. not hold up. This one yeah. is, yeah, this one's great. I got bored in this one. The- Rewatching it, yeah. Really? This is the first movie where my ass fell asleep in a movie theater. Wow. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know that could happen until I saw The Dark Knight. Or, the, yeah, blah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, no, like... Rewatching it, like, because I've seen this movie so many times, and like, it's it's not like I watched this movie ten years ago and haven't watched it since. Like, I think I watch it like every couple years. I want to say I just kind of pop back on. Um, This is definitely going to get get relegated to nap movie for for sure. Oh, I'm sure it's on Netflix. I mean, not Netflix, FX right now. (laughs) Probably this movie's always (laughs) on. Yeah, Yeah. Um, 
No, I mean, like, it's, I know it's going to happen. I know the beats. Com- coming next up on Spike, we're playing all the Batman Again. movies. <laughs> Out of order. <laughs> um, cool. Right on. Uh, with that, that's officially all of the time that we have for this week. This has been issue number 155. Uh, remember to go ahead and just as Serge said earlier in the episode, give us a follow on Facebook, uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave a rating on there. Something that just literally takes you a click and maybe a couple of keystrokes it just means the world to us. So we super appreciate that. Uh, we're also on Spotify now, which is fucking rad. I love that. Yeah. Forever to get on there, but we're on there. Now, you're not going to get us off. We're in there and we're in it to win it. We're staying. We're staying. That's the, that's the person where I listen to us from Spotify. From Spotify. And was like, "Yep, here we go." Yeah, like I love yeah, it. Yeah, because it took a, it took a lot to get there, and once you're there, yeah. you're gonna. Ride I'm that fucking train, listening. Yeah, we've uh, <laughs> diversified our uh, our holdings by splitting it up and putting placing ourselves amongst many mm-hmm. different places, so you can find <laughs> us, and it's great, and you can't get rid of mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And funding secured. I think that's a meme now. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, speaking of funding, very very quickly, uh, if you enjoy video games and you enjoy inexpensive video games and you also enjoy helping out a multitude of different people by purchasing these inexpensive video games uh hobble bundle we're now partnered with them which is awesome uh they got like a nice little monthly thing you could do or i think it's like 12 bucks a month you get a whole bunch of games uh they have their normal bundles for uh ebooks for games if you have an android phone sometimes they'll do uh games on there as well just uh, we're going to have the link provided in the show notes uh, if you listen to this post. And I think we're going to have one maybe going up in a little bit. Uh, if you're watching us live at twitch.tv uh, slash badcardyfunky each and every Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, as always, guys, I want to thank everyone for coming in. I know I saw Misery in there, our first ever listener, and continues to support the show. Appreciate you. We saw Boulevard Gaming Bebo in there. What's going on, man? I saw Soul Gettle Guy Adam in there. Uh, just working the chat, which I love. I think it's everyone I saw. Did you guys see anyone else? Yeah, I saw Alphonse. In the uh, in they're from this anime. It's called Fumble oh. Alchemist. All right, and with done. that, we're out of time, guys. Remember, we'll see you next time, or we will see you <laughs> another time. <laughs>